Thanks for downloading the Nightcap Series 4, sponsored by Guzborns. More on them later when we grab ourselves a drink. We are so delighted to be back for Series 4. With COVID and all the various challenges the industry has faced in getting things up and running over the last year, we've been gone for way longer than we wanted to. Uh, but nevertheless, we are back with eight more episodes and with some great guests lined up for you. Some of these episodes were recorded at the back end of 2021, some were more recent, but we wanted to leave all the content in there for you to enjoy regardless. Remember, for more content and videos follow us on instagram and twitter at the nightcap underscore pod and very soon we'll be launching our brand new youtube channel where for the first time we'll be putting up every episode of the series for you to watch if you'd rather see our rosy cheeked faces enjoy Hello and welcome to The Nightcap. It's Life Behind the Michelin Star here, a late night lock-in where we candidly discuss and debate all things culinary over a few drinks. As always, we are sat upstairs at Salt Restaurant in Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare's home in the heart of Warwickshire. It's bang on 10 o'clock at night, service is wrapping up downstairs, so let me introduce myself and what we're all doing here. I'm Simon Alexander, I'm a podcaster, producer and daytime cooking show contestant. To my left, playing host, Michelin Star head chef and owner of Salt, Mr. Paul Foster. How are you doing, you all right? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. And our guest... Today is Michelin star head chef, Mr. Lee Westcott. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Very well so, fed. I was actually, oh yes. yeah, well, let's start there. How was, how was dinner? Was it Oh, it was fantastic. Um, more than pleasurable. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Oh, yeah. No, it's nice to have you on. I think it's, pro- it's the first time I've properly ate your food. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, 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 we were in Mexico together and I think I, oh, yeah, I was way too half drunk, drunk to yeah. ate your food. <laughs> I was too drunk cooking it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I properly ate it or not. I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that no, was the first time I've properly ate your food. It's delicious. And first Good. time up here to Salt and to Stratford, or is it? Yeah, well, it's funny because obviously Pence's is not that far. No, from here. Herefordshire, right? Mm. Yeah, so like the journey is quite sort of well known. S- similar from London to yeah, here. Yeah, it's kind of, of like, thing, I, was, yeah. I was like, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, luckily I got off before there. And we're all... <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I came here. Lovely stuff. Okay, well, this is what we're going to be coming up on today's podcast. We're going to be talking a bit about staffing issues and the sort of new look demands of staff in the kitchen. We'll be talking about the aforementioned Mexico trip where you guys spent time together. Was it the first time you met? Was on the trip? Or it would yeah, have been, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Wow. Okay, I can't yeah. wait to get stuck into that. Can't remember a lot of it, can we? But... <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, I think we just, we got that looked after quite well that trip didn't we yes. that'd be a very quick two minutes then yeah, right? yeah, that was bloody yeah. great yeah <laughs> don't remember much <laughs> we'll also be talking to Lee about his projects for 2022 and as always we'll be taking some of your questions sent to us via the Nightcap Twitter and Instagram pages we'll do Boiling Point Cowboy Stories and Cooking Hacks too. first before we get into all of that this is a Nightcap we are once again for Series 4 opening a beautiful bottle Every episode of Gusborne's finest award-winning English sparkling wine. You can visit their website now, gusborne.com. See which of their very special vintage releases you might like to purchase and enjoy at home. Free UK mainland delivery, no minimum required. Paul, what we got today, bud? Uh, we're back on the Blanc de Blanc, so 2016 Blanc oh, de yeah. Blanc. I think oh, this might be, might be yeah. my favourite. I mean, yeah. it is one of my favourites. Um, I mean, they've had such a good run during COVID. They because they never used to sell their still wines online, uh-huh. so they they put during uh, COVID their um, their Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, and they've just sold out. We ain't got any in the restaurant. I've got a few yeah. at home tucked away. Sort of good problem to have. But of course yeah. you have. Yeah, of course, course you have. Yeah. Just restaurants got none, but I've got loads. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw there was one left in the restaurant, I thought I'll, just, I'll take that. Save it for a rainy day. So yeah, it's never never a shame having the Blanc de Blanc. Absolutely. Thank you very much, mate. That's, That's good. 
Are you, um, are you familiar with Gladstones? Have you come across them before? I've actually worked with them recently. Um, oh, I did a little uh, residency in Sloan Square and it was, um, I think it was partly sponsored by them, actually. Mm. Yeah, they, they do a lot of good events now, don't they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're involved in a lot of good stuff, yeah. It's the first one, it's probably the first time I actually tasted their, their wine before, actually. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's good stuff. Oh, it's, it's really nice, that. yeah. That is a good one for Christmas, right? Fatty foods? Yeah, yeah. yeah Always definitely. the best one. Yeah. Or just while you're cooking, I'll probably have a bottle whilst I'm cooking Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, just to get you through it. Yeah, none of that books fizz, none of that orange juice. Oh no, like, books fizz is great, man. Do you know. like it? That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> My mum fucking loves it. Yeah, <laughs> I swear, all mums love Bucks Fizz. But, but what's worse? Yeah. Than yeah. Don't get me wrong. When someone offers you a Bucks Fizz at ten o'clock in the morning, I'm like, and I'm oh. really hungry. I'm like, please yeah. give me a Bucks Fizz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. any alcohol. That's pre-mixed sugar and alcohol. Or are you getting the pre-mix is a bit wrong, isn't it? No, I mean, no. To be fair, it's it. not pre-mix. No, this is this is this is proper homemade stuff. Proper homemade, yeah, proper yeah. shit stuff. I'm not too. So, what is champagne? Is it traditionally champagne and orange juice? Actual, I think what is Prosecco, Prosecco, Prosecco in my household yeah, yeah. I think it's whatever's knocking about <laughs> yeah. yeah some double concentrate and if it's got <laughs> fizz left juice. in it yeah. chuck it in mate <laughs> <laughs> love it okay awesome let's get stuck into the first one then we talked a bit about staffing issues over uh, sort of the course of various podcasts but it's obviously a very sort of different proposition right now it's currently December 2021 when we're, we're recording this Let's get the sort of elephant in the room out of the way. It's been a fucking nightmare for yeah. everyone. Hasn't well, so, it? Sorry, we're talking about COVID. <laughs> no, staff, <laughs> well, staffing issues oh, staff in after it and how yeah, people yeah. have changed. I mean, their- I don't actually have a restaurant. I haven't had a restaurant for two years, but mm-hmm. I, I genuinely feel for people that do. Yeah. You've had to pivot in ways that you've never even probably dreamed of. Yeah, yeah. And we're in this industry, we're used to adapting anyway. We have to adapt all the time. But this was another level of adapting that it just wasn't really that happy with. Like, like, not, not too anticipated in a way, I don't think. No, so, no, not at all. Like, don't get me wrong. These, like, like, like the home boxes, what, what, a, what a way to get through things, right? Yeah. And you, you're giving a, a product to someone that like wouldn't, it's not really what you want to be doing though, is it? No, no sure. it's not. You don't want and to it be doing really, that's, that's For us, it didn't it. keep the wolf away from the door, really. Really? It, not really, not financially, no. It allowed me to get some some staff back and top up some wage, so a bit of furlough, a bit of wage, so they were earning a better a better wage. It allowed that. And then what it did, it kept us um, active on social media because the first yeah, lockdown, course, we didn't yeah. do any. Mm. People thought we were closed for five months. Mm. So thought we were done. But that just give us something to just tweet about, about on Instagram. It's content. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. you've got you to keep yourself front of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a fickle market. Especially and also, you've got to keep your, your business going. Yeah. yeah. Keep the business the going. Thing, first keep and yourself sane. Right? Yeah. Without dwelling on all the shit that's happened over the last year too much, like where does it sort of, because we've talked a lot about how it's been an ever, like the hours have changed, the days open that restaurants traditionally now do have changed loads. So yeah. going forward, is what is is it, what is the sort Chefs of like, are thinking differently. I mean, I mean, you must be as well. Your life's oh, changed mate, massively. Um, it's funny because, tell you what's funny, I want to star just before COVID. Yes, you did, yeah. yeah. Probably the worst time in my opinion to ever win a star. <laughs> if there is one, yeah. Because you, you can't kind of like, I hate this word, monopolize on it in a way. Yeah, you can't, no, no, like, no, you can't capitalize on it. On you it, can't yeah. like, if I had a restaurant, okay, so I left the restaurant, it's my decision, but I left the restaurant and I didn't even know about, COVID wasn't even a word, I didn't even know mm. that word existed. Yeah, so this would have been October 2019 then. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, and you've been at Penson's, what, seven months or something like that? No, point? I was there, I was actually longer? there just just, like, just under a year and a half. Okay. We won the star within seven months. Wow, insane. Um, and then I already knew that I was gonna leave before we won the star, so I made that decision beforehand. Mm-hmm. That was already a decision made. Yeah. So I continued with that decision and left 
come back to London, had lots of projects on the go. Yeah. COVID. What the fuck's COVID? Yes, it's virus. What do you mean it's a virus? It's like the flu. I don't go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, we all get right? We all thought we'd piss off in yeah. about two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's it's still three... fucking here in two years, right? <laughs> yeah, the three week curve. Um, it's still going on. Oh, mate. Honestly, like, like we all had to pivot in different ways. So, yeah, I. And sorry, back to the question that you asked. It has changed mindsets. It's changed my mindset for sure. Has it? Yeah, yeah I just think. I think it makes I think we've all reflected a lot mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. COVID we've had time to reflect and like yeah. what we want out of our professional life our personal life how that balance works out during your working hours because obviously chefs work a lot of hours well that's it but that's where it gets complicated isn't it because you're right everyone has thought that but most people that like inverted commas are nine to five jobs mm. so and now they've discovered oh, i want to do two days at the office three days at home I mean, or i want to whereas for a chef like, that the is, absolute fucking dream yeah yeah, yeah. so, so well, yeah. Yeah. we can't work how, from a how home. can chefs catch oh, i wish i could well i do you know what i actually can at the moment yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is quite weird but yeah chefs can't do that so how i mean well, you that, are well, that's why i think the there was a lot of so, a lot of chefs younger chefs you know chef to party level sous chef maybe a lot of them just leaving the trade because yeah, they'd experienced all this time off and they'd seen their partners and their family like getting their nine to five getting even better by not even doing all, the rat race in a day but in all fairness mate can you blame them no no I in can't some, in some form I, I think we're all angry because we're in jealous in some form can you <laughs> actually blame them though? no because like, I genuinely think it's a good thing for our industry yeah why is that because it's it was well, already, forces change it or? was already on the change it was already on a positive change. Like yeah. the hours, like, Paul, I'm sure you did the same as me, right? I remember doing 90 hour weeks, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Killed me. Yeah. But do you know what? I used to, I used to buzz off it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that used to that get, was the only thing that got you through, right? The adrenaline. I used to get all. a real, like, adrenaline kick out of it. Like, and there wasn't, the more hours I worked, the more cool I felt. The, the, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you did. You'd also, brag. I was obviously, like, but fucked and tired. Sure. But, but I that's, felt that's really the, like, like, the soldier going to war mentality. It was kind, it? It was kind, kind of kitchens are like that, right? And it was it's the only kind, way to achieve. Yeah. There wasn't another option. It was that or nothing. And you didn't even you consider anything else. You either got involved into it fully or you weren't involved. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't make it. Fully invest. That not. sounds yeah. awful. But I do genuinely think that that has to change. Yeah. yeah. So and you're right, because on, on this podcast, before COVID was a thing, we'd it been brought up about, you know, you were talking about you didn't want to do the Sundays, mm. uh, you know, people in the industry were, you know, it was all, it was all starting to change already. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? I think slowly, slowly, but COVID kick-started everything, mm. didn't it? It really, you know, ramped it up probably a few years ahead of time because mm-hmm. um, it, it needed to, because everyone was leaving. Yeah, like, yeah. like with us, either we, when we opened, we were Wednesday to Sunday, we didn't do Sunday night. I'd always wanted to close Sunday night. It procrastinated over it. And now we now we do. Now we're um, closed Sundays. We have four days mm-hmm. and three days off. And it, it just helps keep the team. Because you've got to compete with other people now. Yeah, I'm trying to point. think now, what else can I do to try and retain staff? Like we take Christmas and New Year off. Always have two weeks mm-hmm. in the summer. Everyone gets a holiday, which we never got a holiday, did we? Yeah. It was... You, know, you might get a week what or veterans? two. You I never get, took your. I just get told I get paid for it, and I wanted to get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You'd never take your annual quota, would you? Or even no, if you did, no, you you'd work so many days over that you'd like accrued those days anyway. So it never happens. So mm-hmm. this is like one of the only jobs I've ever taken my holiday. But I do think, like, if you think about, we say normal people, right? Mm, sure, okay, yeah, like yeah. we're not normal people, like we're animals <laughs> yeah. locked in a basement, <laughs> yeah. working away, tied like, by monkeys, chains to your yeah. kitchen. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I get what you mean. Like yeah. people that work nine to five, 
basically they are contracted to what 48 hours mm-hmm. I think it's actually gone oh, down less I think it's oh, like down. seven and a half yeah okay so can you imagine well this is what's happening now I say can you imagine I still can't imagine someone saying to me you're actually only going to work 48 hours I go sorry what <laughs> yeah you actually thought you're a joke dream right? <laughs> but that's actually what's happening now to staff mm. and that's to chefs and, and front of house and I think that's probably what's no it's definitely what needs to happen yeah it is like there's a part of me where it's like there's got to be a point where it's not sustainable it's not so sustainable. if it ever went to 37 hours a lot of restaurants just wouldn't survive because mm-hmm. you know the you know the margin the cash margins are tiny and your staff percentages say say it's 30 percent you've got to start employing more staff to do the same amount of people because everyone's doing less hours mm-hmm. so i want to reduce the hours and you know everyone's work-life balance Maybe it's just me and my old school mentality, but how can yeah. like really successful one, two, three star restaurants survive no, no, with everyone doing 37 hours? I, I, Absolutely. I actually genuinely where's worry the about point? that myself. So, where's the breaking so, point? So is there, is there like a, like if this goes too far, is there like any potential that that means that the acceleration of the food world and pushing the boundaries and getting better and better stems its flow because of May- the hours? Maybe, I don't know. Because like I've said to you before, Hard like kick, but- if you want to be good, or if, no, not good, if you want to be amazing in stand out in any industry, you have to be obsessed and you have to go above and beyond and you have to do more than everyone else. Mm-hmm. So that, that still applies to me. I'm not saying we exploit people and work people too much, but there's a lot of lot that's got to come from you. Yeah, if you want to be the best, you've still got to do yeah. that. You've still got to put extra in. You've still got to learn. Mm-hmm. You can't... I, know, I just can't see many incredible chefs in 20 years' time that have only worked 37 hours. Because they'll go and open up their own restaurant. They'll be like, hang on, for 20 years I've done 37 hours. I own my own restaurant now. Now I've got to do 100. Well, it's yeah. funny you say that because I genuinely am happy that I was part of that Yeah. period. Yeah, mm. that's right to say all that. All that well, well, if I wasn't, yeah. I would Why never have been able Why? to open a restaurant. It's kind of like earning your stripes, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like genuinely, I, I worked. I, I ran Tom Akins for five years, like, and I think that's probably where I got my most respect from in the industry because mm-hmm. Tom's a hard was a hard guy to work for mm-hmm. because he was a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he's one of my best mates. Like mm-hmm. he genuinely is, but. He was perfectionist. He was. He was. And you know, I turned this to his face. He was hard to work for because he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's a very particular guy. Yeah. yeah um, I bet. And you kind of me me working there for five years. I left there, and it's like, yeah, respect because you did that, and you you're obviously good at what you do because you're you did those five years and whatever else. And you went his kitchen. He trusted you. If you don't do those hours and do that time, I feel like you're not going to get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of that same kind of experience. And it's one of those things. Does that makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, it, it does. does. It does. And it's like you're not told to do it necessarily, but it's also expected of you at no, the same I wasn't time. No, like, I just, yeah, I, it's I, that genuinely, weird. I genuinely loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, I thrived off it. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you do say, let's say, 37, 40, 45 hours a week for 15 years of your career, you work your way up, and then you want to open your own restaurant. You can't. If you want to own your own business in a successful restaurant, you know, like me opening this place. Now my hours are a lot less, but the first few years it's horrible. Like you know, working constantly, even our closed days, constantly working. Mm-hmm. And you you have to prepare yourself for that. You don't switch off, do you? No. And, and if, if you're you, not working, you work. If you're not yeah. in that mind frame of doing those kind kind of hours, you can't just jump into it from yeah. a lifetime of not doing it, and then all of a sudden. Wrong and do 100 a week now. Yeah, that's a massive adjustment for anyone to want Yeah. So, where so do you- there's a breaking point. There's a balance that's got to be achieved. We've got to reduce it. We've got to get a better work life balance. But mm-hmm. still, I'm not fully behind it just being too easy. No, I, I act like there's yeah. people that want an easy ride and they, they basically look at the, the greats 
Yeah. You know, your Gordon Ramsay, your Tom Kerridge's, your Jason Atherton's. I could go on and on and on, leaving no names out. But they just look at that and they think that you they, just get there. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. looking at what they're doing there's now. A whole, there's a whole fucking process yeah. that you've got to go through yeah. to be that good. Well, what's quite yeah, and to be respected. And what, if you don't go through that process, then mm. it's just a dream. What you're <laughs> describing there is very similar to what happened to celebrities, isn't it? Because for years, the only celebrities were musicians, actors, like talented, had, had a talent, yeah. and then they end up on a red carpet. Yeah. Whereas no, the then internet, reality no, the teacher and changed it all. the internet and for chefs in like the Instagram world, you could become, you can get the fame and get the st- that you without, can be on a pedestal without, without any without, of the work, without any of the effort. You could shortcut yeah. it. That is, and people get yeah, it. People, like, get, people get caught out. I think. I think they do, but sometimes they get sometimes away with it. They get away with oh, it. Mate. Like I said, I wrote about it in that book, new book that's out. Me, oh, by the no. way, yeah. <laughs> Very Some people good. do really get away with it. it really pisses me do. off. Do like a big reason of doing that in the online school and this school is that there's so many. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say chefs because most of them aren't. Like YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, TikTok, fucking Instagram, chefs in inverted like, commas that can't cook and they're trying to teach people how to cook and they can't fucking cook themselves. Mate. There's a few that are good, yeah, but we're talking about two, three percent. Really? And there's so many people teaching people how to cook and they can't fucking cook, <laughs> you know. So, but they've got this platform. Yeah, the platform. fair play, they're doing well. Looks good. But can't taste it. People Looks follow good. them. It's well, this like, is the thing. I'm never gonna. Shit. I'm never gonna call them out. No, 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 but like I agree with you. Yeah, I, I could probably name ten people that you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do it, but sure. we, we're on the same page. Do it after. Yeah, but yeah, we'll do it after. <laughs> this is off. Yeah. <laughs> when I tell you this is off, yeah. Um, but you know, I, you know, and I also do think fair play to them, but you can't be that true essence of learning your craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it sure. is a craft. You can't, you craft. just can't skip that part of it. <laughs> no, no, I said it all the time. It's not an X factor. You can't sing and then sort of get a bit better at it. It's yeah, like, it takes years to learn how to cook. Yeah, but yeah. surely they, Miles on the road, yeah. Surely mm. they feel a bit like, on they s- feel the same way. On some yeah. level. There's, there's some they stress. There's some stress, <laughs> there's some stress on their side, but they're like, I'm winging it. I mean, we're yeah. all winging it, right? But like, even they're, they're greater like, imposter levels. syndrome. I don't yeah, know if I can yeah, wing yeah. this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so lastly, then, what, what going forward? Like, is there like a formula? Is there a plan? Is there a template that you you guys think? Yeah, this will be how it probably is. Now? I, I don't know. I think you've got you've got to have a, a raw. There's a raw template, but um, it's changed a lot. I think it still applies if you if you want to be very good. If you want to. You know, be a master of your craft. You have to dedicate yourself to your craft, mm. whatever your craft is. Doesn't matter. Even if you want to be the best joiner and make the most beautiful furniture, you have to dedicate yourself to that and go above and beyond. You can't just clock in, clock out, mm-hmm. and then be the best in the world mm-hmm. and make the most beautiful things. Can sure. you? Read? You have to dedicate yourself to your craft, and that I swear it is. You, you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. Yeah. I think that's still there. Whilst, yes, we have to have a much better work-life balance, paid the right amount of money, and, you know, yeah, we are we are getting there. Treatment's got to be right. All those things have to be in place, but still, mm-hmm. if, if that's what you want, you've got to put those fucking yards in. Yeah, yeah. And you probably have more time to do it going forward, yeah. outside of the kitchen, like yeah. exper- experimenting watch, and hopefully travelling again. people on TikTok. And, yeah. <laughs> and learn from them. Yeah, exactly. Learn. <laughs> no, no. So Lee, tell us exactly sort of where you are at this point then, because obviously we touched on a few of those things and you've had an unbelievable, you go through your sort of almost CV of all the places you've worked and the people you've worked for, it's insane. And but then obviously the timing of COVID and, and then leaving Pensons, which had the star, it's 
I'm so excited to know, like, what is... That's a weird where scenario. Are you, yeah, um, where are you at? So, obviously, I went... To, I, is, moving to Pendles was the first time I'd ever considered moving out of London. Mm. Like, I've, I've lived in New York for a brief period, lived in Copenhagen when I was at Noma. So, I've, you know, I've done the rounds a little bit, mm. but this is the first place I thought in the UK where would I live mm -hmm. I never thought I'd live in Worcester <laughs> I mean fuck me <laughs> I won't go too deep on that conversation but yeah wow very different big up London. to the Worcester fans uh, yeah big up to the Worcester fans love you all I probably met you all too <laughs> took three days uh, met you all uh, excellent um, it was a very different it was a very big culture shock for me uh, I think I knew look the project was amazing like it was a 1,200 acre piece of land mm -hmm. um, building a restaurant in a like derelict barn yeah it looks amazing honestly yeah. the project I learned so much and like I have a lot of respect for the owner it just wasn't for me mm -hmm. and I learned that pretty early on when I moved there yeah right? but me being me and this is what we what we was talking about then like I, there was no way I was going to leave without I, without me achieving something mm -hmm. or without not to say that I achieved it and left, but without me doing my time there. Yeah. You know, this sure. person put personal money into me and personal, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of time and effort into me and I was never just going to walk away. Yeah, know? yeah. Because I'm enough. a man of principle. Yeah. And that's what I think a lot of chefs like these days. Yeah. But fair enough for principle. admitting that to everyone and to yourself as well. Like, because a lot of people, for their ego, shy away from the truth of why they feel like they're not in the right place at the right time and also bail early. I think a lot of people do that. So fair play. Oh, like honestly, like and to be fair, like I won't go into it, but a lot of personal things happened that year, mm. and I could have easily walked away. Right. I would have had every reason to walk away, yeah. but I didn't because I was like, no, I've signed up for this. Yeah, I'm going to see it through. Yeah, and it wasn't like I'm going to sign up for it until I want it to start. I mean, no. no. My thing was I was going to do a year and a half, and I'm in. Mm. But maybe you should have said that because you'd be done after seven months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it almost went too well. Yeah, but then that. that <laughs> That would have been like a bit of a fuck oh, you yeah, to no, mission, wouldn't it? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that's like not what I'm about. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, I never thought we'd win it that quick. No, I know. Like, I bet like, you genuinely. Didn't. Yeah, I bet you didn't. Um, but we did, and it was amazing. The team, like, I took two guys from that used to work for me, type of with me, like that. They were like key. Mm -hmm. Sorry, three guys actually. Sorry, they were key. We struggled for staff like you wouldn't believe. I could imagine out there. Yeah, like, yeah. it was unreal. Yeah. Really? Like, especially you KPs used to London waiters. in the old days where it was a bit of a revolving door and you could pick people up back then, couldn't you? Mm. But because we were so, re so remote, if you didn't drive, basically, I had to go pick four of my staff up for I to come work. Wow. wow. No yeah. way. That yeah. is mental. And if they were late, I was late. I was late. <laughs> which meant, which meant the from, bread was late. Yeah. Which meant a lot of other knock-on effects. You know I mean? <laughs> going from cramming yourself onto a tube to picking yourself up it, in the countryside. It was a whole like, big culture change. Yeah, and do you know what? It was a massive learning curve for me. I loved it. Basically, that happened and I came back to London. And then COVID happened. I mean, we mm. never even heard of work COVID before. No, sure. Mm. So just right. timing. And it was, yeah, it was really bad timing. And then, so I just had to sort of pivot and I started to sort of work for myself. Mm-hmm and sort of do like a lot of brand collaborations and private events and yeah, sort of using my contacts to like- Stay in the game. Yeah, do yeah exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. it's actually been, it's, well, it's actually nearly been two years. It's yeah. been two years, yeah, I guess, right? Come yeah. March, to March, be, yeah. March. I mean, that's gone like, yeah. it feels like three months. Yeah. <laughs> it's mental. It does, yeah. yeah. Time it's has like literally, blip. since COVID happened, for some reason, time <laughs> has just yeah. been like non-existent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, look, it's proven to be pretty, pretty good for me but mm -hmm. I miss I do miss the restaurant environment yeah mm. sure 
because this is so up in the air, man. Like, mm. yeah, is my, that what you want to go back? You just want to get hundred oh, percent. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Like, it's always you know, it's always the dream. And if you, you know, don't mind me asking, before are you waiting for the right opportunity to come up, or are you already looking to do? I'm, I'm looking at sites now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other opportunities I'm involved in that I might be either consulting on or um, involved in, but that's mm. that's sort of separate. But there's, there's there's lots of exciting things happening. But awesome. mainly for me, I do just want a site where. I feel like it's my second home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go there every day and I cook with my team. Yeah. We have the same common goal, yeah. same dream, mm-hmm. the same, you know, values, whatever else. Yeah. And then, we, yeah, we just have fun and cook some lovely food. and Awesome. Sounds great. And, Does sound great. <laughs> and, but it's basically, I want to I feel like it's my second home. Yeah. And yeah. I want to settle and be happy with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you think about it, you actually spend more, you, you actually probably spend more time here than your home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if definitely. you don't feel at home here, then you've, <laughs> yeah. you've done something wrong. That's yeah, a really exactly. good point. In it's my really opinion. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, and I think, yeah, you don't really refer to it as that. Mm. Uh, it's like, you know, it's really, it's, this whole staff crisis thing is a bit of a weird one because when I closed, sorry, when I left Pensons, I said to myself that I'm only going to hire people that I truly like. Mm. Mm-hmm. I realised that's not going to happen. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's unrealistic. Yeah, it's unrealistic. Sorry, do you yeah. want a job? Yeah, you've got yeah. a job. Because yeah. <laughs> it was always, it's always challenging. Anyway, not getting people, getting the right people. Now it's just hard getting people. I mean, I'm, you know, we're quite fortunate in terms of I've not been affected. Yeah, I, was, I was just thinking that only the yeah. other day because I've spoken to so many of your I don't mates. talk about it a lot. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, yeah you, you've been pretty good actually. Yeah, so two, two of my guys, Lauren Gibbo, they've been here four and a half years. They started your since day one. Been here four and a half years, right? Yeah, she has. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, she started with me since day one. She came with me from Mallory, and so did the other lad. And then the other girl, Christine, who works downstairs, two years. And then got Brett, who runs a cookery school. Mm. He's been here two years. And then I've just had an apprentice leave, who lasted three months, but you know. He had to go. Uh, okay. Wasn't for him. Your terms were his. Um, it was. It was his. Okay. But I was glad. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, wow. mate. Wow. <laughs> he won't listen. I was like, I was yeah. just thinking. That. I was like, there's no way he's saying that if he thinks he'd listen to this, which he yeah. clearly won't. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, well, there's only way to find out. DM, DM us right now if you're listening, bud. Yeah, if you can manage it. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear, we've descended. Front of house, like, and I've had like, we've been open four and a half years, it'll be five years in March. I've had seven managers, and like Jack's my longest serving. Jack's been here two years, and Jack's great. He really gets what we want to do. We just struggled with a a lot of different. Sorry, how long have you been open for? Sorry, four and a half years. No, it'll be five years in March. Seven seven managers? Seven, yeah. Mate, I had three. In <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in a year and a half. Wow. Fucking hell. Jeez. It was relentless. Yeah. It, it was it. hardcore. Like, <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. So I, I completely... But sometimes it was, like, I'll be honest, it was bad recruitment for me, but more desperation. Like, no, I, mate, same yeah, as me. Of course, because you've got to still open the restaurant. Can't. I, I hired a guy, because I'd, you know, back to when we got the start, 2018, I'd had the invite on the Friday, so I knew we were getting it on the Monday, and I was interviewing a guy, and it was just before Christmas. I knew we were getting a star, and I was like, I just fucking need someone. <laughs> yeah. And he, you know, you're gonna get. Buckets. I knew he was a good yeah. waiter. 
turned out to be a fucking terrible manager. <laughs> and but I just and I knew it was gonna be, but I just had to. I had to like, I've got to get through Christmas and these first yeah, few months and, yeah. and we'll deal with it then. Oh, um but no we're in a good place for that now. We've got a new pretty new much new front of house team. How about your staff? Honestly your staff tonight were great. Oh good to hear. No, really? a good good group of guys, yeah. Mm. Yeah they are. Bless yeah. mate. Yeah. Um, so I want to delve into Mexico a bit because as soon as you messaged me going oh yeah I met Lee in Mexico I was like brilliant this is <laughs> it's not every so how did this come about when when was it all that sort of stuff so this would have been 2015 I mean how do you yeah 2015 <laughs> was a busy date stuff like 2015 that. was a busy year for me I've just realised yeah. okay. we what? the Mexican tourist board they got in touch with me and they assumed Mr. Yeah. Lee as well and they picked it was like seven chefs in the UK they wanted yeah. to do like a chef exchange Okay. So, say me and Lee, we went over to different restaurants over there. Um, we'd do a dinner at this chef's was restaurant. Mexican they, City or Me- all over? We went to Monterey, didn't we? We were ran like so. It was over the course of the year. James Nappett did it. Peter Sanchez. Yeah, they went to, I think they went to Mexico City. Yeah, they're all over. But randomly, ours were both in Monterey, both in the same week mm-hmm. and like near each other. Yeah, and we'd never met. Um, so I went to this guy Alfredo's restaurant, and then he come to Mallory Court and cooked. Wow. And like Mexican tourist board pay for everything. And oh, I took we a lad out with me. Like kings. Really? Oh god, it was we amazing. Were. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> flown out, like just treated every every restaurant. Like didn't pay for a, a and thing. I've never been to Mexico. So no, for me. me, it was like yeah. this is fucking amazing. And Monterey is not touristy. It's like it's Beautiful. Mexico. It's Beautiful. stunning, mm. absolutely stunning. But no, you wouldn't no, just no. go there on holiday. No, you know you wouldn't. Know. Yeah, but that is wicked time, and it's just crazy out there like we met, met the chefs and me and Lou were talking about this earlier and we went to so the restaurant I can't remember the name where you cooked at on like the first night we all went um, so I had a lad Joey who worked for me who come in you took a lad out there didn't you the lad who had the <laughs> did he have a celeriac toad on his ass? <laughs> Joe, yeah. yeah. What is it? What is that? He had a celeriac toad no, on his ass. No, Ben, no, it's Ben. Ben, Ben, yeah. Ben. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, he's a funny guy. He now works for Sun Rogan. A celeriac tattooed yeah. on his ass? Yeah, isn't he like going like, he's got a knife and I fork I forgot, Ben, that you had this tattoo on your arm. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he showed us in the lift. <laughs> oh my God, I actually forgot about that. <laughs> but we had this big table in this restaurant and then... All of a sudden, these women come. The, the chefs were a lot older than us, so they were like late 40s, weren't they? The, mm-hmm. Both of them. Just these women turned up. I'm sorry, this ain't their wives, <laughs> is it? And there's this thing out there, a status thing. I don't know if it's all over Mexico or not, but they just get models to come and eat with them. What? Yeah. What, they just sit and eat with you? Like yeah, escort? and they just chat to them. They don't do it, as far as I'm aware, they don't do anything physical with them or like right. escorty wise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As far as I'm aware. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I weren't against it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was married at the time. So. But um, yeah, they're just there. Wow. With them. And they're just like chaperone them and then they go. It's No, it was, weird. it was a bit odd. It was yeah, weird, it was, wasn't it? It was odd. Because we obviously knew they weren't their wives. And I was, even I was thinking like... And they've got wives and families. And you, and I, think they, I think genuinely they would probably try and... This sounds weird. Try and impress us, maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah probably trying to impress like, us, yeah. Just yeah. Like, just like These English guys the love models. We need to get... No, that. just, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it makes it look cool. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we would just say, I thought it's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not true. <laughs> wow, how weird. Yeah, we'd proper treat like king. So I let... Uh, so did you have to cook in the restaurants every night? Or like, like a switch, like a little collaboration. Night. So... Uh-huh. Then we went we went there and did like a, we, we spent the taste of menu basically did like yeah. dishes like a guest chef night yeah and really. they, came, they came to London did the same thing it was really, it was really yeah. cool actually. so I ate at Lee's night at the restaurant he went to and you ate at my night the restaurant I went to mm-hmm. and other nights we were just out drink, and you could still drinking do, eating and you could still smashed. do what you wanted 
cooking wine. You didn't have to like. Yeah, yeah. You could just do what you do want. Do anything Brilliant. you wanted. It's yeah. nice because they took us to the markets, and then like, yeah. What I liked about it is that when I, they they asked me to write a menu, and I was like, I can't write a menu based on your produce. I ain't got a fucking clue what you have. Like, yeah. you've got to show me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did. To be fair to them, they did. Oh, that's I, so I cool. remember you telling me you're out there. You went to you had a whole succulent pig, and it turned up like frozen solid. Because oh, they don't really pig. deal with fresh meat there; it's all oh. frozen. Wow! Yeah, and to defrost a whole pig is not going <laughs> to be to bone out for that night. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I was cooking it whole. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> still, it wouldn't defrost. <laughs> yeah. Set that loving on no. Has everyone got a bath big enough? To, it's, uh, wow, that's amazing! Such a unique thing to do. Yeah, it's crazy experience, especially so, like it was all paid. And we, just, yeah, we were just in like local nice hotel. hotel. Yeah. yeah, just living. It's really nice to be asked. To be fair, because that was like when I was. I was, I mean, I'm not anyone now, but I was, I was a nobody then. Like, well, same, same as me. I don't even know how to go in touch. We hadn't got a star or anything like that. Just you know, I was at Mallory Court on the road, and I think they said that see, like it was even Great British Menu or Saturday mm-hmm. Kitchen or something like that. But yeah. probably yeah. the same as me. Probably uh, Great British Menu. Yeah, 2015. Nice. When yeah. and when you came back here, what was the feedback from your teams at your places about the chefs that they had? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when you sent you ask a perfect question? <laughs> or the wrong question. Alfredo, <laughs> like, I still speak to him a bit now. Right? He messages me now. He, some of his food's fantastic. Some um, it, and yeah. he did some really nice stuff, but some of it, there was things that was lost in translation. <laughs> and like, so I'd given all the orders, I'd get all the orders and I'd given everything, like me and my sous chef ordered everything he wanted, mm-hmm. but he'd, he'd translated it himself from Spanish to English. Right. And like he did... I didn't know what his dishes were, but he did a dolce de leche, but he ordered goat's cheese with me, not goat's milk. And so he ended, he didn't say anything. He just made this dolce de leche with goat's cheese. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can imagine oh. Oh, what it was like. It was Rich was as like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was like licking a goat. It was... <laughs> <laughs> like honestly and then, and then I, I sort of thought about it so I didn't know he was making that it's like if I knew I could have kind of worked it out but these things were a bit lost in translation we had a great time I tried to show him a good time over over mm. here but um, you know took so I was really busy working he oh. owned his restaurant and well, he this, just well, this took is the him thing. out uh, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. for a curry in Leamington it's a bit different from here to London there is no models it's a bit different from here to London, isn't it? I love the idea. You literally were in like five sides. I take it for a fucking curry. And then on, on the Saturday, he was flying back. I took the night off. I actually brought him into Stratford. And we ate on, what's that pub on Sheep Street? They, they've got loads of football screens. We had fish and chips. That's not... <laughs> so that was his impression of fish and chips. He's getting a small dog. Would you want to take him in for fish and chips? <laughs> and it was Six Nations run. It was when Wales beat us in the last minute. So we were watching the rugby. They didn't understand what the fuck was going on. They were eating really shit fish and chips. And you're going, this is England. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, this is Shakespeare town. Uh, just, just the fact that they, they're hiring models to go out and you're taking them for a curry at London. I did what I could. They can give me <laughs> any budget to take to them out. To be fair, I was so busy, I couldn't even take the chef out. No, I was like, I'm so fucking, I'm short staff, mate. You can't take her out. So at least yours yeah. got an Indian chips, chips, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Why not fuck off? Oh, didn't he? Bless him. Yeah. So what did he, yeah, did he just, he, was he just hanging out at a round? Well, he just, just said he was out. I am doing restaurant reservations, of course, but like, yeah. Yeah. I genuinely didn't have the time to take him out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's I was, what I was sure. I was so I tired. I was knackered. Couldn't like take much time off. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I felt really bad, actually, because they, they, they actually spent a lot of time with us. Yeah. I genuinely felt really bad. I remember going back to my girlfriend and telling me like, I feel like a complete guy. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like, Alfredo <laughs> took me and Joey out like through the mountains and everything. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and they basically weren't working, were they? No, no, exactly. They, no, didn't, they no. didn't work and operate the restaurants that much. <laughs> no. Whereas we were fucking on the stove. I was yeah. on the meat and fish. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then the second day he took us out. We went out drinking all day. We went to all these different restaurants, like these cantinas, <laughs> trying all these I do, amazing I do things. I feel like they got the shit end of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come over here in fucking autumn. <laughs> You've had curry. Well, especially come to, come, you take him to the fucking Indian. <laughs> it wasn't a bad Indian. It was just a fish and chips. He, he was probably expecting a newspaper by the sea. Oh, yeah. He's had it in a shit pub in Stratford. <laughs> in front of the rugby. Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah. Oh, what a waste of time. Really loud. Loads of Welsh fans. So I couldn't even like... And we couldn't communicate great anyway. Exactly. <laughs> then trying to tell him the rules of rugby. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Like... <laughs> So that would make more sense if the models uh, were, tra- were translators. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it fucking worked. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Oh, but he, he took us once, well, on this day he just took us like everywhere and he showed us this like club that was being reopened and had all holes in the wall. And he was like, oh, that was a few years ago. The cartel just come and just machine gun the whole place. What? <laughs> 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 Glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> they were a great time. Well, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Is it weird? <laughs> it's like they were all bullet holes from the cartel, like oh, shooting shit. this place up. Wow. So fuck, where have you bought us? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. so you've like, got a lovely deal then. I mean, there's no holes in the, as far as I'm aware, in the lovely. No, there's no shooting in Stratford, is there? Oh, no, I love it. It's so, so good. <laughs> I did feel guilty, but what, what else could I do? I was really short for I time. honestly love that. I love that you still keep in contact. That's proper, like, yeah, he messages. Stuff. He's closed that restaurant now. He's got a restaurant by the ocean. It looks incredible, like, just on the sea. I like think you should do the exchange again now. I think we should do this again now. Yeah, when are we going to take him now? <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> Pretty much your only option, isn't it? Yeah, Chinese buffet. <laughs> the wing wire in Coventry. Oh, mate, I love it. Okay, right. Let's uh, let's do some listener questions, shall we? We've got uh, loads of great ones, as always, from everyone. We've got one here from Nick. Um, short and sweet, but I love it. He says, what's the best pie you've ever had? Can you recall this, or is there one you've been in a restaurant? Mine was actually like oh, a few weeks ago. Oh, really? I'm not actually a massive fan of pies. Oh, interesting. Why is that? What is it? Just I'm out of pastry. I love or? pastry. Yeah, yeah, interesting. One of my favourite foods is an amazing pork pie. No, but this yeah. this but this yeah. kind of changed my perspective a bit. So oh, really, I'm not even. It's not an idea or no. like me promoting someone. It's like Willie's pies. Honestly, we just share a space that we work together. Yeah. Um, so that's only how I know these guys. Oh, okay. I, don't know, I don't really know him well, but he was like, sorry, these guys were kind of like trying to perfect their new pie. So I was just like chief taster. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and what was it? What was the... I, I can't remember the... the actual, it was chicken. It was like the spicy chicken number. Mm-hmm. Bonacy. And I tried their red wine and like their venison, red, venison red wine wine. It was, and all of them were just banging. Like, oh, yeah. nice. And nice. now they've just opened their new shop and they're just yeah, killing it. But and what's the key to the pastry then? If you're not a big pastry fan, for the pies to be good? Is it just not too much pastry. Oh, yeah. Soggy. Yeah. 
Like in soggy and, and bottom. Do you know what they just they just nailed it? Like, and I haven't had pies that have bought that because you buy these pies and, mm. and cook it re. re oh, them okay. Home. So like so raw pastry. In so it's raw pastry, oh, cooked middle, cooked yeah. filling, bake it at home. So you got you got to oh, egg, cool, you got egg wash it yourself. Yeah. yeah. It comes in a lovely box, and you and then you um, bake it in the oven, and they just oh, it's nailed. Oh, they banging. nailed it because normally like, I just go for pies. And it's either not enough filling. Too much pastry, wet, soggy. Yeah. There's so many variants that go Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Or people do the old, you know, it's a casserole and oh, they stick don't, a puff pastry lid don't on don't it. Get me it's not started. a fucking it's pie. It's not a fucking pie, not a fucking no. pie. If I'm going to a pub I'm not familiar <laughs> with and I see the pie and like the look of it, I'll ask them before <laughs> I order. Not a pie. Is this a casserole with a lid? And I'm not going near it. Yes. Yeah. No chance. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, obviously, he gets, he gets loads of press for it because anyway, he's good at it, but my favourite pie in London is Callum's uh, curried mutton pie. Callum's. Oh, um, yeah. Franklin. Yeah. My, oh, mate, yeah. I always send everyone for that. Last weekend, had the, that exact the curried mutton. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. A little mango chutney in the curry yeah, sauce. It's banging. It is fucking it is awesome. Like, that yeah. sounds amazing. Can't go wrong with one of Callum's, but yeah. Does he always, does he cook all of his fillings first? Is it does it change by like what's the general rule for the best pies? Are you cooking fillings God, first? It then depends. Them? But if it's one like that, a braised good, you'd always do the braised good and then in the pastry and then bake the pie. Bake the pie yeah. Generally, but yeah. there's he does like the most amazing like PTVA pies, everything where you know he annoys me. Cooked. I mean, I love because <laughs> it's so good. I love you, Callum. <laughs> you piss me off because <laughs> you're like too good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you literally, annoying. I look at your stuff and I'm like. Prick. <laughs> <laughs> Exhausted. But I, I mean that in the nicest way possible. Like it's, like, I, it's me just being envious. I can empathise with that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you fucking do that? I can't, do that. I can't, I can't do that. I can't it's quite. Do that. A, it's, I suppose it's quite a winning formula in a way in terms of like he's really gone after one thing and done that one. I mean, he does loads yeah. of other stuff well, I'm sure, but it's like. You know, it's like, yeah, the marketing I am really very, well. very clever. Yeah. Doing very, very I'm clever. I'm going to be the pie king. But he's then. also, he's also become the absolute god here. Mm. Yes. Yeah yeah. 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 And all variants. It's not like he's done one thing. He's, he's on croups, his pativiers, his normal pies, his beef wellingtons. Have you seen Pretty the, anything savoury pastry. He cuts his, he, he cuts his, um, what's, what's the thing on top? The lattice. Is it lattice? Oh yeah, yeah. By hand. Yeah. Right. And you've seen the oh, what, also there? like yeah. the perfect way. It's like, okay. and I'm like, there's no fucking way you've done that by hand. Or, you're, or you've taught wow. your staff to do that by hand. That's yeah. like, there's no way. It's mental. It's mental. And I, honestly, fair play to Cam. That's all I said. How do you normally do them? Do you cut them out in a certain way and then you do you that? There's a lattice cutter, it's a roller. Uh, yeah, they never go through there. You still have to like finish them, don't you? And then yeah. you pull it all apart. Yeah, you pull it apart. I use a lattice cutter and I don't look yeah, as good this guy, as this. <laughs> this guy's doing it by hand. Yeah, that is insane. With rollers, like. It's, it's insane. Wow, that is next mm. level. Uh, you can go back a little. Uh, it makes me feel like we should have him back on because it's too long. He was episode one of series one. So he was yeah, our first wow. ever guest. First ever when this yeah. was this was my this was a shit hole up here. When this we was just him. a living room. This was. Was it your living room? No, it was just a living room. Some staff had, and we staff used to sit in here and that. The dodgy casting couch. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah, I had a casting couch. Yeah. 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 Oh, so he came up and he was like, "What is this?" We yeah. like, Honestly, we're just recording a podcast. Dingy lights. <laughs> it's improved, cannabis improved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question here. We have got one from Ross. Uh, he tweeted us saying he saw a video slash recipe doing the rounds the other day, uh, saying that the juiciest chicken should be brought up to room temperature before being cooked. I've, uh, he says, I've always done this with steaks, but never chickens. What are your thoughts? And also, what other proteins would you ever do this with? It's a great all question, because I've, I've known that all This is actually a really good question. 
I've got a story about this actually. So okay. I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll say I'll say the competition, but I won't say the judge. I was a judge of National Chef of the Year uh-huh. for quite a few years. You did it once when I did it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I did, and um, I fucked it up royally. Yeah. Oh no, there's, there's no. I don't remember there. that. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I've got to say, right? I won't say who it was, but okay. For me. The answer to your question is always temper your meat or fish. Temper, all meat. temper. All of them. Sorry, temper means yeah. to bring it up to room temperature yeah. for anyone that doesn't know that. Because if you don't do that, you basically, if you, you know, if you put anything into an oven, if it's cold in the middle, it's just going to be raw. Yeah, it doesn't cook easily. It needs evenly. to be room temperature, so it's the, the, the whole thing is the same temperature. Yeah. That's just quite common, common sense. Yeah, right? If I'm roasting a chicken at home, yeah. it sits out an hour before I cook it. But wow. fish too, though. Wow. Fish as well. Any meat any, or everyone, fish. Everyone thinks it's just Sausages, meat. Sausages, anything. This is actually sit part out. of my mind. I'm glad we brought this up because I had no idea about this. Have you got a piece any of meat. cod at home to cook? Get it out. Wow. Get it out for an hour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Like oh, people well. worry, especially with chicken. And he's asked this question about chicken because I think people worry about it. Oh, yeah. But just stay at the stage. Like, it doesn't matter if you let it sit out for now, as long as you're cooking it properly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's different. If it's if it's old chicken, you let it sit out for a couple of hours and then undercook it, you're fucked. I've got, I got yeah. a story about that one. Go on. Go on. <laughs> go on when I lived in Hong Kong, coming. Make sure I get back to this other this other story. Story of story. This one's funny. Yeah. I lived in Hong Kong and we ran out of chicken one day, and then I said to my aunt, we we couldn't get a second order in Hong Kong. It weren't a thing. So I was like, mate, he was like local. I was like, where can I get some chicken from? He was like, the chef. I got it covered, don't worry. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Cool. Meow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> anyway, so we come back, slop down this chicken, and I was like, why is it warm? And he was like, well, well it was just killed, chef. I was like, oh my god. So like, you're fucking joking. I was like, take me to this place, I want to see it. And he was like, no, I don't think you do, chef. And I was like, no, you take me, I want to see it. Honestly, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Really? There were chickens upon chickens upon chickens upon chickens in this little fucking... Oh, oh my no. God. Sort of like, den. And you basically go, and they just, oh, mate. I was like, I can't. No way. Answer. Where? Like, in, so in the city, but just what? Just in, in, in like, a literally big old... There's a place called Wan Chai in, like, in the, the city of the city. Yeah. In the, the belly of the sea. Oh, oh God. God. They're just covered in their own shit. Did you use the chicken? Oh, honestly, so that story then goes on to me. I didn't use the chicken, though. Yeah, fair I, play. I took off the menu. Yeah, fair play. I sixed it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was another story when uh, I actually went, I went on a date with a girl in Hong Kong, and she told me a story where she went to buy a dog, and I'm, I don't even have to tell you the rest, right? Oh, yeah. She picked a dog, and you can only imagine what what the outcome was right god no way honestly it's a whole nother fuck I, my mind was like yeah blown. can't get like, your head around shit it can't happen no but it does yeah Jeez. it's mental yeah but bring anyway, all back all to the question that you asked me when I was a bit of a tangent there one, yeah. ah so yeah I'm not, I won't mention the judge the judge basically really well known female chef was tempering a piece of mackerel before she grilled it yeah just this, really quick side note, when you say tempering it as well, do you like keep it in packaging? No, actually you want to dry it out. Yeah, especially uh, if you're okay. going to roast well, really, it. You, so, yeah, yeah. you want to get rid of that moisture, yeah, yeah. so you want, to, you want to air dry it. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about air dried meat. Yeah, of course. It's so it, it sounds like it's mental that I'm this age of my life and I eat, but it makes fat packed meats. It's perfect sense. The best way to think about it is it's as important as resting it. Got you. Got so you. Got you. Got you. Just, you're cooking yeah. in the middle. You're rest on either side. Nice. All meat, all fish. So, yeah. so then we've all got these these, these sheets that we're filling out, right? And I, and I heard. I'm not going to say it was very well done, chef. He was like, she's got a fish out way too early. I was like, what? 
He's like, he's like a veteran. It's a two-hour competition. It's not going to go off. He's a, <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, I shouldn't be questioning his judgment. Yeah, yeah of course. But yeah. I can't help. I'm like, you ju- sorry, what? <laughs> and he's like, I watched him give a, a really shit mark. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I'm going to overcompensate that mark then. Like, cause wow. that works. Yeah. Wow. In my opinion, that's really out of order. Cause yeah. I would teach, if my chef didn't, when I called him to check on for a, for a check, for a table, mm. they didn't get that fish out of the fridge straight away then, they'd be in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got you. Cause it'd be like, that's the way I taught them. Yeah. So I just found that mental. And I, was, I actually asked yeah. him, I was like, do you, do you genuinely not temper your meat and fish? And he was like, no. I was like, wow. You're wrong. That's mad. No, I'm not going to, I'm never going to say it. Okay. Oh, you'll tell me later. That's incredible. Wow. I wonder if he went back and started from that day. <laughs> Learn no, he was like really, and he's, he's, a, he's a legend. Yeah. Like, mm. I was just like, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it. What that is mind blowing. Yeah. That it's level. Fucking hell. Great. Well, I'm so glad. Thanks, Ross, for that one because it's blown my mind. So I'm glad to hear it. Um, okay, let's do let's do boiling point, shall we? I love this. This is where our chefs tell us of the real heat of the kitchen through their years. So I want stories of whether when you've lost your shit on someone or they've lost their shit on you. Um, who wants to go first? Any? Yeah. Well, you go, go first, first Paul. Yeah. <laughs> cool. This is today, actually. What? Um, <laughs> with customer. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. A right knob. <laughs> right knob. Um, like, at the moment, everything's going to be crazy again with COVID um, and people cancelling for no, no good reason, really, just because they're shitting themselves and whatever. And if people give us notice, you know, fair enough. But this guy, he emailed us at like half nine or something for his table at um, half one. So four cancelling. hours notice, yeah, yeah, which is nothing. And we've lost a lot of tables anyway, so mm. you know, we've got no chance of reselling it. So... He said that, that like absolutely no symptoms, like for this party three, no symptoms at all, but they decided to take a lateral flow test. Uh, one of them was positive, so they did two more tests and they were negative, and then they're not coming. So, okay. But uh, yeah, email about, hope you're okay, like, as you do, just to, to, <laughs> to appear nice. Yeah, I was gonna say, you yeah. don't sound really, like you really give a you're shit. fucking livid. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, fuck, just don't test it, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, unfortunately, we'll have to apply the cancellation fee. We're not gonna be able to um, resell the table now. So apply to, and it's only 35 pound per head. It's 105 pound for a table of three. You, you can't spend that little here for lunch. Like the minimum spend for lunch is 48 pound if you have the smallest menu mm-hmm. and then drinks on top. So you, you can't spend 35 pound. So you've yeah. saved him money. Yeah, yeah, but, you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Looking at that way, Paul, yeah. They don't like it when you say that. <laughs> so, and then he's, he's emailed me straight back with his demands, call me immediately on this number. And you know, I'm busy. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> that, that, that gets you to the bottom of the queue of my priorities when you start throwing demands at me and being you aggressive. Call me, yeah. So I just email back, really polite, look, really sorry, I'm very busy. I'll call you, you know, at some point today. It might have to be after lunch because I'm, I'm getting ready. Uh, we need to sort this out now. It's a very pressing issue. You know, Self entitled prick, basically. <laughs> His issue is more important than anything I had going on in my day. As I, as I, and then I explained, as I said, I'm busy. I'll call you when I'm available. Like, and then he's like, you, you've got the time to email me back. Um, oh, why don't you just call me? So then I just didn't reply. Yeah, like, left it a bit. And then he was like, I demand you call me at 11. I would have called him and just hung up. When he <laughs> called you, didn't I? <laughs> just kept doing it. <laughs> and he's like, I demand you call me by 11 because uh, if I'm going to send somebody else, then I need an hour and a half to sort this out for my table. 
So I just said, send someone else, that's fine, I'll refund you the money. And we won't charge. Like, if you send someone else, I will. And then, so it gets to like quarter to 12. So I thought I'd phone him, mm. phoned him. And he was like, how dare you make me come to your restaurant when we've got COVID? So I said, well, one, we don't know if you have. Two, <laughs> I'm not making you do anything. I'm just telling you I'm going to charge you. Um, and then he's like, well, it's, it was his wife or something that had tested. And he's like, well, if I come with other people, um, then will you charge me? I said, well, no, if you come, of course I'm not going to fucking charge you. Um, <laughs> I didn't swear at him at that point. Uh, but yeah, it's like, well, of course I'm not going to charge you. Um, and he said, well, what I'm going to do then, I'm going to announce in your restaurant to every single guest that I have a COVID victim who's infected at my home and I might be infected. Because if you dare do that, I'll wow. kick you out myself. You will not be in this restaurant. Um, oh. He said, well, I have to. I have to protect the public. Hmm. I said, stop with your virtual signaling hero bullshit. What the like, hell is going on Who here? do you think you are? Said, Please tell me he's downstairs now. I'm going to tell him myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, like, all my staff can hear me having this conversation. And I was like, what? Are, you, are you serious? He said, there's someone infected my house. I'm not allowed in the what restaurant. I was like, well, no, we follow the laws here. And if she's got COVID and you're double vaccinated, you've admitted that your lateral flow is negative. You can come, yeah, right, and it's your decision. I'm not forcing you to, but if you don't, I'm going to charge you. Well, you already have charged me, and that was a bit cheeky. As well, I already have, yeah, but it's not cheeky, is it? Like, <laughs> no, on the day, it, yeah, I can always cancel, refund it. It's a cancellation, cancellation. You agreed like, to it. You simple. booked two months it's ago. Well, like reasonable, and mm-hmm. I and it was even being reasonable then, which isn't that like me. Really. <laughs> no, I was like, surprised. look, we've got a front front room in the restaurant. We've lost a few tables today, anyway, so I can put you in the front room and nobody else will be there. You'll only like maybe cross paths with someone if you go to the bathroom. So, well, if I do cross paths with someone, I will be telling them. I said, no, you won't be coming. I said, I'll tell you what. I said, I'll tell you what, I don't like you. Right, I don't want you here. You're not welcome at a restaurant. You're blacklisted. I'm going to give you your money back. Oh, oh, I'm going to blacklist twist. your email. Don't, don't ever set foot in this restaurant again. You're disgusting. And then put the phone down. Wow. So I don't want, like, threatening me with No, that. you refunded oh, yeah. you refund them yet, no. Oh, I still would have charged them. Yeah. Well, I've got them, haven't Just to stick but... a knife in. Yeah. <laughs> it was, just to finish yeah. them off, yeah. But just, what self-importance of his issue was more pressing than anyone else's in the country. Mm. Like, everyone's going through this shit. Yeah, but you wanted to be a martyr as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You like, wanted this... to make you look stupid and him be the hero. Yeah, I will tell the guest you've made me caught. Yeah. So you'll make yourself look like an idiot. 100%. Fucking yeah. hell. Never Crazy. any story. Yeah, but I was just I was like, nah, just don't. Just don't come. Yeah. You're not welcome. How long is the blacklist? Oh, mate. Just How long you've got? How long you've got? No, we've turfed a few out here, haven't we? Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stories. Is that how you come up with the stories? You just go through your blacklist, go, oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember Tracy, I'll do that. <laughs> Typhoon might to kick two people out for having sex. What? Yeah. We just dropped that in there. It was oh, in so the restaurant. Two sitting opposite each other, she decided they were trying to come in. It's a small she, restaurant. She decided to get on his lap, and it was to the point where, like, my chef was like, me. <laughs> what? At first, I was like laughing about it. No. Look at them to getting cozy. And it's like, no, nah, Lee, I you think. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no <laughs> way. So, so that, I, my manager was, and I was never going to ask her to go and deal with the situation. So I was like, this is mine. This has now come to me. I'm yeah. Gonna to, I'm going to have to deal with this. <laughs> so I had to go, excuse me. Excuse me. Hello. Did he have like trousers down or out the fly? Bit of both, what? mate. Bit, bit both. both. Oh, bit yeah. both. Okay. Yeah. Right. Just sat at the and table. She, I assume she had a skirt. Proper shagging. Proper shagging. Proper shagging. That's like, fucking crazy. Well in there. 
is what I'm going to say. Like, wow. And it was like, excuse me, can you go to the bar and do that instead? I'm just going to go, why the fuck you send them in? Like, it ain't my fucking problem. <laughs> that is insane. I've been, I mean, I've been in some states, but I've never been that drunk. <laughs> just really horny fuckers. I yeah. Oh, Imagine there was other guests around as well. No, it was to that point at the end of the night. Oh, when it was like, uh, like the pot, It was an open kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it so was. So yeah. still, still there. <laughs> and if they think that there was a blank screen there that covered us, there oh wasn't. My we could God. see it all. Wow. Insane. Wow. Before we head off, um, any cooking hacks, myths, or cowboy stories? These are some of the things that we picked up through the podcast series. Cowboy stories. Go on, so we think like, you know, I've run hacks, out, I think, hacks that aren't hacks, they're short, shit shortcuts. People are just like, they're cutting corners to save time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've lost the pride. These are the cowboys that we want to wean out of this industry. And there's a lot out there. There's oh, a lot I've, 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 I've caught, when, when I was working at Gavin at Windows years ago, we used to have this five rod screen on. We used to have this vein each, each lobe, obviously. Mm. Obviously. Right? Yeah. When the, when the chefs were in the shit, they wouldn't, they wouldn't bother. <laughs> oh really? Wow. Just butt, basically butt fly it, <laughs> make it look like it was the vein, and cook them. And then when you cut the tree, cook through. You got all those I'm fucking like, I'm like, veins. I'm and like, what's this? And like, oh, it looks disgusting. Did you vein it? it? Yes, chef. I'm like, well, you didn't. <laughs> oh no! It's really clear that you didn't. Fuck! <laughs> Is that a painful job? It's a laborious it, job. It's, especially, it's, it's, yeah. it's a really difficult job, to be fair. Yeah. You're, you're pulling veins out of a you know product that's mounted. There's two layers to each lobe, right? Yeah. Like, and it's. And the more you the more you touch it, the more soft it goes, the more harder it is to deal with. And you don't want to damage it too much because if you're building it like a tree and you want to keep its you know, shape. Yeah, it is a difficult job, I get it, but they're literally they're in their head they just went, Fuck it, you won't know. Yeah. <laughs> Slice. Well, that is that's true. And it, it's so clear. It's yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. big bloody vein going through some cream yeah, creamy brown foie gras. Yeah. That is true cowboy. Yeah. I hate to say it. Uh, any cooking hacks or myths a little to help little out. hack like I always seem to tell people this when I um, see them cooking in their home and, you know, if they're following a recipe and say it says uh, 200 ml of water or 200 ml of milk and they've got the measurement what like a pot and like, like, like that yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. Like hovering just weigh it hovering. weigh it don't yeah. don't. you can never be that accurate in the light in the light no. is that like weigh it it's exactly the fucking same people don't know this I've yeah. learned this I, 200 ml of water right, 200 ml I'm going to throw this out there right yeah because I do the same as you, but does double cream weigh the same as milk? No, because it's denser, isn't it? It's more by, viscous. What do you mean by weigh the same? Well, if, if I say if I say to you two hundred mil of cream, yeah, I say to you two hundred grams of cream, they'd the be same? different. Yeah, yeah exactly. So oh, what? So, yeah, yeah, so like, so then, so then you're wrong. <laughs> that's then. why. Well, no, no, ooh, ooh, milk, ooh. milk and water the same. Like, because as far as I'm aware, like the that decimal system was based around water. So mm-hmm. a gram of water is a milliliter of water. Yeah, yeah. Milk no, is pretty much the same, cream not. That, yeah. And that's any recipes I write for anything, for a magazine or book or anything, grams. I'll always do grams. Same I will never well. ever write mills of anything. Ah, Everything is grams. Got ya. Whether it's cream or whatever, because that, that's where the difficult yeah, thing is. Anything not? as fluid as water, weigh it. Right. Oh, right. listen, I fully but, agree. It's just yeah. cream that gets But people it. don't know. Yeah, cream. If you pick up the same size bottle, milk and cream, cream is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's a fact. Yeah, it's denser. It's more viscous. Yeah. But I, and I guess that would, have, that would affect recipes because of its density. And that's what you're measuring it on. Because what I'm thinking is if it's, it's a quantity thing, it's not about how much it weighs. If you need 200 ml of cream, 
Wait a minute. I, I don't know because I never, I, it's difficult for me to say because I never ever measure cream. I weigh it. Yeah. Every recipe I've got is weighed. Oh, I really want we, we don't even, yeah, we don't even have measuring drugs downstairs in the kitchen. Yeah. We ain't got any. Same as me. It's just like, I, I would know, but I'm just, I've always yeah. thought about it like, Regardless, yeah. that's a great point because I th I think loads of people don't realise yeah. that grams and milliliters are the same. When it's water, yeah, or when, when it's liquid, water. when I water. nick recipes off BBC Good Food, <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it says two hundred grams, no, two hundred mil of cream. Yeah, I have to work out what that is in weight. It's really yeah. annoying. Oh, I'm gonna ask. So if you could just if BBC Good Food, if you could just weigh weigh it in grams instead of milliliters. Yeah, really that helpful. would be really handy because <laughs> it is pointless. You got to weigh everything else. So weigh the cream. Like, why are they writing recipes where you've got to measure it, not weigh also it? Also, teaspoons. Yeah. So when, you, when you get a great recipe that's American, everything's cups and spoons and oh, oh, cups. Yeah, yeah, cups is annoying. Yeah. Cups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, I you hate try the and cups. do a converter, but you know a cup of flour is different to a cup of sugar, isn't it, weight wise? I don't know about you guys, but if I ever if I find a recipe and I really like the look of it, I will happily just click X on it as soon as I see cups come up three times. Yeah. If I see cups just occur, it's like, yeah, it looked great, but fuck it. I'm not yeah. translating <laughs> any of this. I literally yeah. dob it off. It says here, 200 mil of heavy cream is the same as 203 grams of cream. That's, so it's pretty, pretty close, then. It's pretty, pretty close. much the same. So it's only a bit. I find that. It must be the volume. So, so yeah, yeah, a carton, you'd feel it, wouldn't you? But at that level. Well, maybe I'm just. It's in my head. Maybe. Maybe yeah. I'm a blind way. It's going to be a difference, <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't seem like that much. I love this, though. That's, yeah, that's don't, a great one, Paul. Because like, people spend ages, and they're like this, aren't they? I'm yeah, like, no, I know. Yeah. Is, is that level? <laughs> yeah. Where you hit, and you're exact. Uh, I've definitely done that. <laughs> you're not even resting it on a surface, so it's in your hands. So it's slightly wobbly. Yeah. Like, it's not even quiet. Like. When I'm doing my pot noodle, I do make sure it's 200 mil. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I do super noodles, I wear it. And even, yeah, even at no, home, super noodles is my is my hangover food, man. Is oh, it? Not yeah, even a joke. Hey, hey, oh, have listen. You, have you tried putting it in a sandwich? Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's what I lived on. <laughs> lived on when I worked at Sats. You, you, you did. Yeah. yeah, super noodle sandwiches. Sam, you Loads of butter. You need to have a word with yourself. That's <laughs> <laughs> when I get home at night. And you never do you never do a sandwich like two slices of bread. It's a fold over sandwich. Oh, so mate, that is rank. Doesn't yeah. leak. Doesn't leak. Yeah, I've never because my super noodles are quite like liquidy. Because mm. I go, I go, I go, I, I, I always go, go over. Thick, always thick go over. Thick and gooey. Thick and gooey. I like. Them. No, I like see more loads of butter so it goes down your chin. I want it to be like a broth with noodles. That's what I want. Ah, no, no, thick, like like disgusting. You put it in your sandwich. Yeah, like you should never ever serve noodles. Can we? I You've got to find a way to integrate like a posh super noodle sandwich onto your dish. Like use some sort of clever spin on a super noodle. Yeah, I think I think there's no challenge accepted. Yeah. 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 Did you ask about myths earlier? Yeah. So myths or hacks. So there's quite Wait, a few I'm, myths in the kitchen. There's though. a myth for me. Go on. Oil in water for pasta. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, it's a favourite. Yeah, yeah. People still say it, don't they? People still say People it. Right, yeah. listen. I've seen it on TV. I've seen it. It's on so TV. simple. Right, if you get I've a puddle of water in the road, or you know, roadworks are happening, big puddle of water. Oil spill, where does that oil go? Yeah, on top. On top. Mm. Right, it doesn't Great analogy. integrate into that water. Yeah. yeah. Pasta's so down there, your oil's on top. Basically, oil's just boiling away. Just Wasting good oil. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lovely rapeseed oil. It's really like just bubbling away, it's pointless. Yeah. And then pasta comes out, all that oil goes down the drain with the water. <laughs> yeah. Right? So true, yeah. Waste, just absolute waste. Leave it out, put your, put your salt in, 
obviously. Cook your pasta. Don't rinse it. Yeah, never rinse Don't it. Don't rinse it. Never. Leave My mum to told me to rinse it when I was a kid. And then after yeah. about a minute, get some oil in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. For me, shake, shake, shake. And then that pasta will never stick. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That's the way. Like, literally. Just quickly on the salted boiling water thing. I always find that you need, like when you're seasoning a dish, it's very different to the salt you need for salted boiling. It feels like you need fuck loads. Yeah, because... Is that true? It's just me. I feel like I've done it. When I try the pasta, it's like... I can't, it tastes nothing. Best way to cook pasta when you veg is plenty of boiling water. So obviously you're, you're seasoning the water, not yeah, the food. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's why you feel like you need loads. Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. like way more than usual. Mm. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah. I feel like every time I cook at home, I'm like, this is a lot of salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I taste some of that when it needs more salt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know, man. Why have I got a really high, like, threshold of salt? Yeah. I think that must happen to most chefs. The threshold for salt no. goes up. I, I think cane so. it at home. Yeah. yeah. No, I, okay. I think you discipline yourself here. Cane <laughs> it at home. Because no, in the restaurant, when I, you know, I would always, I, I, there's a, there's a time when I actually thought that I had a higher threshold for salt, and I was mm. worried. Oh really? So I'd like make sure that I went to every chef and was like, taste that. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Did you? And I, t- and I took a sort of medium average of yeah. what they were oh, saying. Okay. I was pretty much on, on the ball. Oh, that's yeah. good. So it was alright. Wow, you probably got paranoid about it for a second. No, I genuinely yeah. was. And I never told him that was the case. I just asked oh, for an opinion. Okay. Never told him why I was doing it. But turned out that I was alright. It's like being too close to the fire, isn't it? You don't realise. At home, I'm like, yeah. On that note, this has been a great one. Thanks again to Guzborns for providing us with tonight's nightcap. Whilst you have some time in your hands, why not visit their website? It's guzborn.com. Find out more or place your orders today. Wherever you are, however you're listening, thanks so much for downloading. And here's to leave for a great nightcap. It's been good fun, mate. Thanks, Cheers. thanks so much for coming. Cheers, guys. It's been Thank an absolute you. pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Thanks again for downloading The Nightcap. And if you loved listening as much as we love doing it, please do spread the word. Help others find it by leaving a rating and review now on iTunes. You can do that via your podcast app. We'll also find the three previous series of the show. For more content videos, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the nightcap underscore pod. And very soon we'll be launching our brand new YouTube channel where for the first time we'll be putting up every episode of the series for you to watch if you'd rather see our rosy cheeked faces. Enjoy! Enjoy!